They arrive at luxury marinas, slipping up the Thames, shadowing the pink mansion houses that fringe the shores of Portofino, edging slowly into fat moorings off Brooklyn Marina. From the hills of Monaco, you see them crowding the harbour below. Each one is different, each special. The cheapest cost mere millions. Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid al Maktoum, the ruler of Dubai, spent 400 million on his. Roman Abramovich has a fleet of them, several costing as much as Sheikh Mohammed's. He paid over a billion for Eclipse. Most of these floating palaces are gleaming white, though some are grey or even black. Their owners like their exteriors to say something about them. There is one you often spot cruising in the Mediterranean that has been painted in rich geometrical shapes of yellow, pink and blue by the artist Jeff Coombs. But more impressive is what you can't see. Yachts are secretive, like their owners. Their gleaming hulls conceal dance floors, fireplaces, spas, underwater observation windows and swimming pools with glass floors under which you can see the fish moving. Many have what their designers call toy garages, with doors in their hulls that open to launch other smaller versions of themselves, tenders and sailing boats, even mini-submarines. The bigger the richer, compared, say, to the fragile carracks that took Columbus to the Americas. These are huge, fantastical monsters. Like castles, these vessels become symbols of power, created to inspire awe, a physical projection of wealth and power and internationality. Like their owner's money, they can slide silently in and out of any port. Like castles too, they are defended. They are an entire world, separate from the rest of us. They are fabulous.